0: My soldiers asked me all kinds of questions about God, life, relationships, the Bible, and I answered them as best I could. They also called me Padre. Welcome to the Dear Padre podcast. And today uh, we're going to ask the question, how do you have hope? Where do you find hope? And I hope we can find some hope today. The theme of the Epiphany season is light light that shines in darkness, uh, most famously for the light that shined in the sky that the wise men followed to Bethlehem. That is the most, the brightest light of Epiphany. And the light of that star that illumined that place where Jesus was living with his parents, the baby Jesus where he was being taken care of, that light was a precursor of the light that would come into the world through Jesus Christ. And the light that Paul connects, the, the, the thing that Paul connects the light with is with the forgiveness of sins. This is something Jesus did throughout his life. He forgave sins, and it was quite controversial. Who is this person who can forgive sins? Uh, they they would say, or only God can forgive, con- forgive sins? Why is he forgiving people sins? And yet that was a consistent message of Jesus, that your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. And this is perhaps not that surprising for us to hear, since we do hear it a lot as Christians. But we want to remember that the forgiveness of sins flows from what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Before, while Jesus was on his, in his earthly ministry and he forgave sins, he was pointing to the cross he was about to go to. And now, as he forgives our sins, he is pointing back to the cross that he has already gone to. And it is at this place of crucifixion where Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The forgiveness of sins is woven into all the ways that we experience hope in this world as Christians. For many people, the events of Last Epiphany at the Capitol was a way of destroying, felt, felt like hope would be destroyed. Hope was being destroyed in those events. That any hope for some kind of peaceful transition of power or more stability or more unity in this country, um, we have a lot of nostalgia about a time where people were more unified, even though if you ask a historian or if you read for yourself the history of our country, you won't find any period where everybody was unified about everything. Um, And yet, when we see these very visible manifestations, there's another epiphany word, of our lack of unity, uh, it's really disturbing, and it's easy to give up hope. It's easy to give up hope about Our lives as well. But the hope for Christians is rooted in the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's rooted in the forgiveness of sins. It's rooted in that kind of hope. The hope that says no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter how you've failed, no matter all those things that you've done that create shame and blame and discourage you, those things are crucified with Christ and that we live in the forgiveness of sins. When Jesus was being crucified as I mentioned earlier, he said those words, "Father, forgive them for they know not what they do." It does seem like people know what they are doing. It does seem that way, doesn't it, when they do things or when we do things. And yet, if you've ever um if you've ever reflected on a time in your life where you've done something you regretted and you wished you hadn't Many people will say, yes, I knew what I was doing. And on some other level, I didn't know what I was doing fully. I didn't know the kind of damage I was causing. And we think of even those testimonies of people that were caught up in the events of January 6th in Washington, D.C., and countless of them say the same thing. I really didn't know fully what I was doing. I was following the crowd. And certainly we need accountability and we need responsibility people to take responsibility for what they've done, um, we all need to do that. That is not what forgiveness is, is a lack of responsibility or lack of accountability. But that core recognition that Jesus teaches from his cross, from his throne of his, of his crucifixion, is that people do not know fully what they are doing. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is at the heart of our message of forgiveness that is preached by the Christian church, by Paul in Colossae, to the Colossian Christians, by me, to you, and, and we preach it to others, that there, there is forgiveness in Jesus Christ. And this is what God has made Paul a faithful minister of. This light that is shined in the darkness is the light of forgiveness the light of reconciliation, the light of what God can do, which ultimately produces hope. It is easy to give up hope. It's easy to despair. And it's actually a natural human thing to despair and to give up. But that's precisely the moment when hope can break in, where forgiveness can happen, where new life can spring up in the winter of our souls, in the winter of our nation, in the winter of our church. And this is the message that Paul's writing to the Colossian Christians. The church in Colossae was not very large. It was small. It was new. It was a couple years old. And they were already going through leadership transitions with Epaphras, the beloved servant who Paul is trying to say, you can listen to him. You can trust him. He's worthy of listening to. Um, But ultimately, Paul wants them to be encouraged in their life. That every day when they wake up, as Roman citizens or Roman subjects or wherever they wake up in Colossae, whatever they have to face that day, that their hope is rooted in the one who rescued them from the power of darkness and transferred them into the kingdom of his beloved son. You are in that kingdom today. You are in the kingdom of Christ. You walk in that kingdom. You are a child of the king. You are a member of that kingdom. You have hope because of Jesus Christ. And that gives me uh, a new energy to love, to care, to show up, to be present, to listen, to have that kind of hope that Jesus puts in our hearts. And I know you have that. I've felt it from you. I've seen it from you. I've heard it from you. And that gives me hope as well. So we'll have a time to, to uh, share some of that hope in a few minutes. And I hope, I hope you do that um, in this Epiphany season. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And a prayer for mission on 58. Lord Jesus Christ, who did stretch out thine arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of thy saving embrace, so clothe us in thy spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know thee to the knowledge and love of thee, for the honor of thy name. Amen.